right now. Yeah, I can't hear it I on the pod. Guys, we're speeding. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dungeon Master's Apprentice. I'm your host, Theo Giesen, and today we have a long-time um, guest returning, and it's Neil Robertson. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah, and we have Mike. Yeah, it's a good thing I didn't butt in with and fan favorite <laughs> yeah. before you said Neil's <laughs> Neil Robertson. <laughs> I mean, not that you he isn't a fan favorite. Yeah. He's one fan's favorite. Who? This oh, one. Yeah. Right okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so nice. That's so nice. You guys oh, that's, that's, the reason, that's the reason I even started listening to your podcast. That's true. It's because of... Neil posted uh, an episode that he was in on, on his Instagram, story, man. and I said, oh shit, Neil's on a podcast. I, I should listen to that. what the kids call clout. So, uh, I don't know if they're calling that anymore. <laughs> Has it been that long? <laughs> You've been in BC a while, pal. Yeah, they're a little behind, both in time oh, and in uh, slang. <laughs> um, have you guys been on an episode together? You yes. must have. We have, we have. Were we you guys have. on the one where we did, like, we were watching that trailer for, like, the... the, the I wasn't on that. The Island of the Wolves. Yes. You were on that. Was it that Andrew? One. No, that was the last time I was back. Yeah, I was remember. it you, me, and Andrew? Yes. Yeah, that was... Have we been on that together? I don't... I don't with Andrew multiple times. I, I don't think... Because there was the one I missed, and you went on with Andrew, episode 69. Yes. Because you guys like, oh, Mike's going to be pissed you missed 69. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we have been. I don't think so. Wow. Listeners can fact check us on that, but we're just going to roll with it and say this is your debut together. If if it's not our debut, comment on the most recent Instagram (laughs) post and let us know. Yeah, who knows how long that was ago, but like, probably January, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, But yeah, it's good to have both of you guys back on. Neil, it's um, an honor because we don't really have the opportunity to have you on that often. Yeah, it's, 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 I, I love being on and it sucks being far away, but, um, I will say like being able to listen from, from where I'm at, it feels like I'm kind of with the guys again. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a cool it's perspective. A, it's a big joy to when there's a new episode, I'm like, okay, yeah, like let's listen. <laughs> it re- it really like keeps you current. With, with what's going on out here yeah. on the it, East and Coast. And it's like, I, I threw it on. I was, like, cleaning my kind of apartment, like, uh, back in BC. And then it, I'd throw it on and be like, I'm with the boys. Yeah. Like, I'm with the boys guy. And I was like, why is no one replying to what I say? It's weird. Chiming in and be like, oh, if you could not talk over me. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, yeah, I forget that it was a, it was a podcast for a little bit that I'm not a so. Yeah, there, but I was there just was listening to it. I wasn't. A part of it. There was a good stretch where you were on pretty frequently. So yeah, it's kind yeah. of like you know to go from frequently to basically never. I know. And not even not just on the podcast, but it's not with not the, with any of the boys. I like, know it's 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 quite a change up. Yeah, and it our does. campaign with you, me, Brett, and Luke. Also, we've done that maybe once or twice since you left. But I know, like, and I want to I want to keep it going too. But it's just, it's so tough. Time change and distance. Mm-hmm. We'll keep it, keep it going. I need, man, I need to keep playing Maxor until he dies. I, yeah, like, well, I can't, I won't be satisfied. That, until. the way that you play him, it could be sooner rather than. <laughs> I, yeah, but he, he always comes out on that's top. That's true. <laughs> like, I mean, it's already difficult enough to schedule with everybody when one person's online or when you're all online. I can only imagine how much harder it makes it when there's a four hour time difference. Right. Yeah. It's, right? it's and, little, and when you're working all the time. Yeah. Right? It's, it's just with my work and, and the time difference. 
The, the nice, the, the good thing, though, is that my time difference is that I am, I'm the one that's... Sleeping in. That's, yeah, in our like, mind. Yeah, like, like, if we play, like, your guys' is, you know, 9 o'clock, it's me at 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. so it's not... It's good for you're you. It's good for me, not great for everyone else, yeah. but it can work out a little bit I don't mind better. burning the midnight oil, but I know, like, Brett has to work early in the yeah, morning. Yeah, so schedule is kind of all over the place, so... It's just an awkward time. Yeah. Start um, playing in the morning. Make Neil get up four hours early. Get up at three. <laughs> get up at three yeah. Neil, don't go to bed tonight. We got to <laughs> be at 345. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Just go to bed at 630. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good to have you on. Yes, thank you. Good chemistry in the room. Um, we're kind of sliding this one under the door because we have trivia that commences in 55 minutes yeah this will be a short episode and we're like five minutes into the episode so we've got to log this one and then we've got to run a couple blocks down to patty's and do our weekly trivia night which is not a bad thing i'm looking forward to doing trivia um because that's another thing that you're joining us for that was definitely a staple for that summer last yes, year. Yes, I mean, like I said, I I argue that I was the one who started this tradition of going to trivia. I, um, I stand by it. Um, Interesting. So never heard that I, one before. I well, definitely like, was. I'd, like I definitely I'd believe was. it. I know you went you went before me because I was busy doing stuff last summer. Yeah, maybe you guys were I going said, like years I, ago or something. It, we like, were. We went years ago, and I don't know if you ever came with us street, then. Yeah. This current but street was is, started is by all you, me, Theo, and Andrew. But I'm the only and one Rachel. who hasn't missed a and day Rachel. in a f- over a full year. Uh, well, buddy, I've got the over a full year you know since what? I've started like, going. But it's like, so without your kickoff, that couldn't right. happen. It's like it was an alley It's like I'm the founding father. And like you're just like the current and Donald Trump, like you know, like, <laughs> I'm the Donald Trump, the one that made being I'm, president I'm cool. I'm peacefully passing you power. <laughs> you're well, you're on Rushmore. Is yeah. what it is. <laughs> Rushmore of Theo, Neil, Andrew, and Rachel. Yeah, that's a good crew. That's a, yeah, that would be the Mount Rushmore of this. Yeah. So, and then and yeah, and then we were saying how like. For a while, Luke wasn't even coming weekly. Mm-hmm. You weren't really coming weekly either. So it was like, there's the core four. Rachel was. I remember in the dark days when only me and Theo would be at trivia. Yeah. Theo and I have had a couple days. Like <laughs> yeah, but honestly, those are some of the the good ones. Like it's nice having a table of like ten people where it's just like chaotic and people are throwing pens around and yeah. like. Yeah, it's nice to have two people you can. Just, yeah, intimate, kiss a little bit, answer questions. Yeah, trivia um, can be a really nice spot to be intimate (laughs) with each other. Mentally and physically. Yeah. You know? Whole body experience. (laughs) Yeah, well, there are some things that are best left (laughs) unsaid. Sort of like a Lovecraftian, like, the less we say. (laughs) Like, the more that's implied, like, the better. Yeah, trivia is sort of like an elder tour in a way. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Every Definitely. Wednesday, you just know, like, uh oh, it's <laughs> the the bell is ringing again. You know something's gonna happen. Power beyond my control. Yeah, take over me. Yeah, your mind can't wrap around <laughs> <laughs> the cosmic power of <laughs> Mac. <laughs> 
but yeah, that's something to look forward to. Um, do, but let's not get like sorry too ahead of ourselves. We still yeah. have a podcast to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you play D and D on the West Coast, like in person? So do you run any or play? So any? Um, interesting enough. So I did one session with uh, Theo in our campaign um, that we've been playing for a little bit. Like I said, I, would lo- I I'm still want to continue it, mm-hmm. um, but we'll see the future on that. Um, but I actually did make an effort to introduce a lot of my friends over there to a D&D campaign, and that was actually my first time DMing. Cool. Yes. Welcome to yes. the club. Yeah. Um, and I will say I had, it was a lot of work and a little stressful, but I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool because I was playing with a group of people that, the majority of them never played D uh, D before. I think there was about one person who, who played it before, but, but he never, wasn't well. But versed. wasn't well versed, that's and everyone a, else never played it before. That's a and big there was task. there was definitely ups and downs with it for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, that was that's kind of my experience. I try yeah, I definitely introduced it, and I in DMing. Was it a one shot or like a campaign Lost Lost handful of sessions? Yeah, I, yeah, so I was playing the Lost Minds of Ah, cool. Well, yeah, I was playing that, but like, so one thing I learned with DMing was <laughs> I was definitely enjoying the creating my own world mm-hmm. side of things. So use I use it as like a template. I but... use it. That's kind of what I did. I used it as a template, but then I was like, I'm making my own world off of this, <laughs> and I was having a lot of I was having a lot of fun with that because I created this whole world that to my players they never saw any, yeah, a bit right. of. And um, Lost Minds is something that's really easy to, like, fit into any kind of D&D yeah, world. It was, yeah. So it gives you a lot of freedom if that's kind of, you say, okay, I have this piece of the puzzle, but I'm going to build the puzzle out around that. That gives you a lot of freedom because, like, not in a bad way, but it's a pretty generic piece. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. To make my point. And, and, I, and that's, that's exactly design. what I thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was like really nice. And I kind of set it up in the way where I was just kind of like, you're kind of basically in this like small part of this big world doing this adventure, but like there's a much bigger world outside of it, mm-hmm. outside of this. Um, but it was really interesting. Doing it with people who've never played D and D before, while also being a first time DM, because it was like, like, I'm sure Theo and Mike, like I'm sure you guys have DM'd for people who've never played before. But the first time I ever played, I yeah. DM'd for people who had also never played. Okay, so like, so, yeah, so okay, so that's probably yeah. So my first time playing was yeah. DMing, and so it's just like everyone's just getting thrown into the deep end. Yeah, and and yeah, that was kind of kind of like what I went through and it was like definitely some funny moments and definitely some moments where I was like fuck this is driving me nuts like you know it was it was um it overall was really good so um I don't know if you want me to go to detail if anything had happened or um maybe like you rapid fire your your favorite 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 moment and your least favorite moment so it was tough because we only did about two sessions um my it was really funny because my first moment, they I just kind of did the generic. They start off in a bar, they meet up, right. and and well, one of the funniest things was with the with the module. Um, there's there's a, there's a character named Gundren Rockseeker, yeah, who is kind of like the main NPC that that the party meets. And the idea is that okay, 
they're all coming to help this guy and they have to make up a reason why they're um, do why they're meeting up with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, I told everyone to, to make up that reason, but I said, I don't want you to tell me until the mo- until we start playing. Okay. So what was really funny Ballsy. was all the reasons they were giving me, and just in the moment, I had to just, like, work Go with, with it. Go with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was one who was like, oh, like, he killed his sister, or her sister. Gundren did? Gundren did, in, like, oh, a, in like, a, like a drunk driving accident. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or a drunk carriage accident. And... And like in the moment, I was just like, "Why the why the fuck would your character be here then?" But then it was like, "Okay, I'm rolling with it." Then the next person was like, um, "We were in a very erotic jazz band together, and we had a very sexual relationship in the Whoa. past." So I was like, "Okay, I got like, okay, interesting." Um, and then like there's some others like there's just some others like like some kind of generic fantasy and was like oh you you work for my father and all this stuff so like an actual good plot kind of like instead good plot of like <laughs> some of them were crazy where at the moment I was like what the fuck how many people were playing um I th- there was about five people okay five, five players people playing yeah yeah and I remember I did a really nice thing because I really wanted them to get into it because I was like I really want to I really want to do this I really want to make sure make they have it a good work. time. So I went on Amazon and I bought them all dice. Uh, like cool. a really cheap set of dice cool. that came with their own little baggies. Yeah, I remember you texting me about I know, that. I know, I sent you the photo. That's and I, a, a good thing to do. To and I, I was a huge showman. I found I had an old watch case that I had and I fit them all in the watch case and I did like a little spiel and then I opened it up and it was just these bags of dice that were there and I was like, you each... Like, yeah, it's like choose your, your Pokemon, like, like your starter. Cool. Cool. Nice to have. So. That's a cool thing. So they to all took it. I was like, players. well, I know my reason was like Theo gave me my dice. Yeah, right, the first playing. session you played and yeah. Luke played, I gave you guys a set that I had, and the colors were based on like what your characters mm. were sort of aligned mm. with, and so it was like this is your first step. This is your entry into D and D. So it was cool to you know have you tell me that you passed the torch. Yeah, and that's what I. And it was also just like I was saying, like it's so much more fun when you have your own pair of dice. Mm-hmm. You just roll. You're not borrowing. Like it's like these are my dice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna roll them. So I did that for them, and it was super cool. Um, but yeah, like it was just super funny what they came up with. And then I I was doing ridiculous accents like. I had a weird Irish accent for Gundren that because my buddy's Irish, so it's I always like do Russian wanted. for Gundren. I had, I had, I was like, I could only do it when I had to say Gundren. It's like, it's like I'm Gundren Rockseeker. Like, <laughs> I can see that working really well. And I just went with it. And it was a weird mix between Mi Irish. Sildar. It was like Irish and Scottish, and it's like one of my buddies playing was Irish, so he was losing his mind laughing the whole time because I was speaking. But then it was really funny because right away. They, I kind of set up, I set up this encounter, um, where they, like these guards in the town would kind of shit talk them and they would get in a fight. And I was originally going to kind of tell them like, okay, you can do non-lethal damage. Like if you don't want to kill these guys, you don't have to. And I will be honest in the heat of the moment, I forgot to tell them that. And they were just straight up murking these guys. <laughs> and one of them ended up getting away. And so, but then I was like, okay, we're going to play into that. And the whole time I was like. I use Gundren as myself to yeah. kind of be like, yeah. to be like telling them like, hey. should they be doing this? Cause it'd be their turn and it'd be like, I'm going to stab this guy. And it's like, I'm going to fucking like with my two handed ax, cleave him. And then it gets to Gundren's turn. And he's like, Holy fuck. What are you doing? <laughs> like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, like just, just absolutely like freaking out that they're just straight up trying to murder these like guards. 
And anyways, it, it ended up being like they killed two of them. One of them got away, <laughs> and they ended up fleeing town. And and then it was, uh, I, I kept it in mind. I was like, okay, now there's something that they're like running from. It's mm-hmm. like they're on the run. Like they right. murdered two guards. That can be interesting. Um, and then the second kind of most notable thing was in the module, it's you kind of, you do your starting point. You start doing your journey to Faladin. Mm-hmm. You get ambushed, mm-hmm. and then or, and then Gundren and, and Sildar get taken, and you go to the yeah, the cave. Yeah. So all that happened. They actually almost one person died, and they the rest of them almost got killed. Uh, we did the next session, and I started off being like, okay, you know the, you know where the Goblin Castle or the cave is. That's kind of where we left off. Like you know where right. it is, and immediately one of my players went. Yeah, let's go to the tavern and make a plan. And I'm just sitting there going, um, okay. <laughs> so they go to the tavern, and I'm in my mind just quickly coming up with the scene. It's so generic. This scene comes up, and then and it sucked because one of my players died. So we talked about a way to introduce him, the new guy, when they were going to the cave. We oh. didn't talk about how to introduce him when they went to town. So I'm sitting here being like. Yeah, because I don't want this guy sitting here for like twenty. No, but it almost feels like it should be easier to introduce a character when you're in town, right? But but that's the thing. It was like, how do I do this in like a natural way, and who's Mm going to join? And then then it was kind of fucked because then it was like there's a bartender there who I introduced, and this same guy who decided to go to town just wanted to fight this guy. I'm just like, fuck me, like no. And I, I let him roll for, like, swings. He wanted to spit in his face. And thank God he rolled so shitty. <laughs> that, like, and I just made it, like, he tried to spit in his face. He missed. He tried to pit, swing at him. And the guy just caught his fist. And the whole time the bartender was like, I don't have time for this. Like, I don't, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you suck. And then, but then throughout it, I'm, like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, oh, like, how do I fucking introduce my friend? Because he's, he's playing, like, an orc. Mm-hmm. That's his new character. He's playing an orc. And then I suddenly realized, just, just, like, in the heat of the moment, I made this bartender an orc. Oh, in the there heat of you the go. So then I went, wait a minute. Okay, yes. so I caught, I got this bartender to basically call out for his brother. Yeah. Who mm. is this player? There and then I made, up this, and I made up the story of like, oh, he lost his favorite mm-hmm. axe to these goblins, which is in the cave, giving him a reason to join them to go to the cave. And when I did that in the moment, and I'm not to be like, oh, I'm so fucking smart, but it, was but it just like, came so Eureka. naturally. It makes you feel like you're but no. Blowing. I was like, I was like, like it gets you going. Like, mm, just as I, I can't planned. believe I just, I, yeah. like, I can't believe I thought of that. Holy shit! And like, I can't believe it just naturally worked like that. So then we ended up kind of going to the cave, and then like halfway through, we had to stop because it was getting late. Um, and then we haven't played. Since. Wasn't it the same guy who was trying to beat up the bartender? Was like, hey, yeah, it was not, not to shit on my buddy, but it was um, it was uh, it was the same guy who Derailed told that it. we're going to the town, tried to fight the bartender. Was the same guy to be like, yeah, we're getting too tired, we need to stop. Uh, and I will admit, I was just, I kind of just like. Man, what the hell? Calling what it on behalf of the group like, is really funny. Being like, yeah, we're all tired. Like, <laughs> what? No, okay, mind you, it, was, it was getting late. So, like, yeah. it wasn't like he was calling it like, I could tell the energy was getting low. It would be hilarious. But it was. If, I was some, like, guys, if somebody did that on a Sunday, yeah, we're going to call it here, Mike. Yeah. We're pretty tired. Guys, uh, this podcast oh. kind of uh, dried up. I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I could pee so bad. That's okay. Man, sorry. Uh, we can vamp. 
<laughs> Touching on like what Neil was saying though, um, having a character die and then have to figure out a way to introduce it. Yeah. Like that happened to me recently <laughs> in a session. Very similar. The character didn't die. He just retired. Yeah. Maybe decided that he had higher morals than the rest of the party. And weaseled his way into a position of power and decided to say... Yeah, right, because politicians always have high morals. Yeah, exactly. Decided to say, fuck the party, I'm staying here. Um, so, but he gave me no warning, so I had to just figure out where I was going from there. Yeah. And I think, like, at the end of the day, Neil talking about how, you know, you have that eureka moment... And you put something together, and there you go. It's not what you planned, but it works just yeah. as well, if not better. I think, you know, that's what DMing's all about, is is building those moments. And yeah, you can have your your bullet points laid out. Your script. But, exactly, but you can't ever trust that your players are going to do the same thing as you. No. And especially because you look at the game in a totally different way than your players do. At the same time. So it's hard to plan. I'm kind of of the mindset, especially if this is like your second session, just being, if your player is like, hey, we should go back to the bar and make a plan. Just be like, hey guys, like, typically when people run this module, they go into the cave. I have it set up where you're going to meet Robert in the cave. Like, can we just go, like, you guys can take a quick rest. You can sit around the campfire. Can we just like, you know... Can we make it easy? Can we smooth this over? Let's just power through. See, yeah. And like, I think I'd be of the same mind where it's like, okay, if that's if that's what you guys want to do, like, I'm not right, here but to it's tell at the you expen- to do but something. It's at maybe at, potentially at the expense of the other dude who's sitting there waiting to jump in. And that's and that's the thing. That's where is, I would. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Right. And and I think my issue in that moment was that like. Like, cause my biggest thing was I wanted everyone to have fun. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. wanted everyone to have fun. Mm-hmm. That I didn't want to feel like I was being like, you can't do that. That's, Even though that's one of the hardest parts of being a yeah, DM. Yeah, it was saying like, no, saying and, nah, you can't do that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you love, would. Yeah, just. <laughs> but like, I think, like, I, I cocking think it's the like, rogue. I think I don't know. It's a balance. I think if I was more experienced, I definitely would have had no problem being like, okay, you go to town, like. Okay, we'll we'll do this. But that but because I was so inexperienced, I was like, okay, like okay. And it it can be nerve wracking, but like but that's that's, a, that's yeah. how you learn. That's how you and learn. Yeah. From what you said, that sounded sick. Like oh, the, well, the barkeep's brother also and, has and, a reason to go to the cave. And and that's like, what I was saying. Like it was one of those moments where I learned. I was like, I might really like DMing because it was like, I love, like. And, like, with board games or anything like this, I love the natural storylines that come out. Like, for board game XCOM, like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The natural storylines that come out, like, that was such a prime example of just, like, the situation went this way, but yet this storyline ended up... So now this character, like, this character, he has a brother now. He's from this area. Like, yes. okay, this it's, is now a character that's, like... It's the big. way that... Like, you know, it's it was... It, like, afterwards, I was kind of thinking about it. I was like... That was cool how that developed. Mm-hmm. It didn't end off. It didn't go the way I necessarily wanted it to. But now we have a cool this or this that's, player has a yeah. cool kind of connection. That's one of my favorite things about DMing 
is building lore and building backstory as mm-hmm. you go on. And then it's just like, okay, today at, you know, Sunday 5 p.m., my world is more flushed out than it was Sunday at 10 a.m. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. And I, I think that's just part of the collaborative storytelling element. Like, mm-hmm. something like stepping away from D&D for a second, but King's Dilemma that yeah. we all play together. Like, yeah. that is so huge yeah. on being a collaborative storytelling game. Right, you're voting on things, you're making decisions. It was collaborative, but we goals. weren't like working well, that's, quote unquote, that's together. That's the thing, yeah. but well, we would walk away every session, it's with like a story, yeah. And, and oh, it's it's collaborative life. in the way that houses Gulliman and Veon voted against House yeah. Anubis, and therefore the thing the they now, now there's a goth, I do, I now there's did. a goth girl in court <laughs> and she's doing scary magic. Oh, and man. that's I, sick. I remember one time we were playing that and Luke was genuinely getting heated he, at that. Yo, he, he was, was mad at you. He was fuming. <laughs> like, I think I, I can't remember what it was. I think, he was just... I think it was... No, it was something you did. No, you, it was me. I thought... Well, then there's two separate times. There was times I think all... Luke gets back. mad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got... He's, got the, he's got the fire within him. It was really it? funny. Cause, like, I think I just didn't understand how the game worked or something. Where you're not supposed to vote for like what's quote-unquote right. You're supposed to vote for what's best for your house. Yeah. When I was like... Why wouldn't I vote for... It's like, would you want food for the people or do you want to save money for your military? And I was like, duh, we want food for the people. And he's like, you don't understand the game, Theo. And I was like... I was like, I think I understand it perfectly fine where I get to vote on what I want to vote on. Is that... Am I missing something? I I remember that. Yeah. But there was a few times it got actually heated. Well, there was... And and I still remember there's a few, like, like... I don't think I want to say it on the podcast, but there was that vote that I fought for big time. Oh, which yeah. Which morally, <laughs> morally was bad. so bad. I was so going to say questionable, bad. but we can... <laughs> no, it was bad. <laughs> but because it it it, posit- it helped my, my game positively, I fought for that hard, and I won. <laughs> and like afterwards, I was like, I can't believe I just... Like, I think it turned out to be pretty that. bad for like yeah. there was a negative outcome. Well, and, I, don't, I, I can't remember but the like, outcome, but the situation was just like any rational person would not vote for this. When I, and if I you was guys like, subscribe to the Patreon, you can find out what the, the decision. When was. I lost my like major goal, oh yes, I yes. was actually pissed yes. off. I think I remember it that. was because I didn't even realize, but you were the one that had been fighting for it, fighting for it, and then all of a sudden, what you had been fighting for revealed that they could complete <laughs> my major goal, and I was like, I have to put everything I have into this, and I just. I put everything I had to it, yeah. and it wasn't enough. Yeah. And it just feels so bad. Yeah. Oh, I also really loved at the end when we were all scheming against each other, and I knew Luke was trying to play off yeah. everyone. Yeah, Neil just didn't even call a meeting with me. I was looking at him, he was just like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I did. We, all had, right. I was, we had two meetings together, you I and me. I was such a scumbag. Luke I was kind me, of a scumbag you, because you, I, ta- I had a conversation with Luke. Where and Luke, if you're listening to this, I don't know. If you're listening to this, fuck your house. I don't. I don't. (laughs) Listen, I don't regret it because I ended up winning the game. I I lost the game. Uh, I came second. I literally had a conversation with Luke where I was just like, "I will side with you. 
I will. Yeah. Well, I will first, like, well, first, no, it was like I will attack because the decision was it was it's it's at the end of this game. It's like and you make a decision where basically you stay loyal or betray. stay loyal or betray. Yeah. And so I had a conversation with Luke, and I was like, I will. It was I will betray. First, we had a conversation. I will work with you and betray. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think I had a conversation. No, I thought, I thought that first you Luke, and Andrew met outside. No, 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 yes, because I spoke with you because I was like, I'm going to be loyal. Because we would be loyal with me because, like, we can, And then you were we like, I'm going to go have a talk with Luke, tell him to I told you my and, whole plan. I took a risk. I while like, you I'm guys had that plan. meeting, Luke and I were inside saying, okay, we confer again at the end. No matter what we hear from everybody else, you and I stick together. <laughs> like the two of us. That was me us, and Neil, though. We just, oh, yeah. we we just we need one thing. of them. We just needed Andrew was like the middle. Yeah, right. Andrew was the swing I, vote. Yes, yeah, and you told was. Luke, "Oh yeah, I'm betraying. Yes, I I'm did. gonna betray." Because Luke came back to me, he goes, "Okay, we what I heard, him. Neil's gonna betray." betray. I don't think Andrew's gonna betray. I was like, okay, Andrew told me he's not betraying. And I feel like, bad because it wasn't And then like we were like, okay, clips. it's it's you, Neil, and I versus no. Andrew and Theo. Like, <laughs> we got this in the bag. But then, we got this in but the then bag. You and no. me like met out on the porch, and I was like, we've been one and two the whole time, which is like being one and two <laughs> is Anubis really bad. Anubis and Gulliman were always. And it was like with the background of our houses, technically. We were like, like sister were like, like countries. The, it was like. Right? We were right beside each other? Well, it yeah, was like, you were so, both kind of displeased well, well, to be part of the round. For background, there's so... For every player gets a house, and there's a lore behind every house. Man, and fucking... Like, just go and buy the game. Yeah, buy $80, game. it's emotional highs, emotional lows. It'll Weeks. make you... It'll make you want to fight your buddies. It'll yes. make you want to kiss them. <laughs> it is so good. But it was Play the King's like, From what I remember, you were like... There was a kingdom that took over... Like, the current kingdom actually took over from mm-hmm. another kingdom. Yeah, I was you like were an the annex- native. You were the native population. And then I was the last holdout from the previous kingdom. Yeah, something that like fell. Yeah. Luke. Luke was like, and he was the house joined that first, right away. That first joined, and then and we I joined, and out. I was like, yeah, I don't give yeah. a shit. Because I remember the I whole mean, game, seafood. we were like, we were just like, hey, like, fuck these, like, guys. fuck these guys. But yeah, like, like they rank you, like they rank your houses based on like power. Yeah. And higher the better, and you were one, I think, and I was I think, two. No, I, think I, was, I was somewhere I was like two, seven. One, I, think. I have it right here. I was one. Yeah, yeah so I was I one. Was so I was. Yeah, just I was. I was so from the get go, we were just like, we're together on this. Yeah. I love my house though because it was like it was such like this backstory was just like you were literally the last house to hold out against these guys and they mm-hmm. hate you for it and mm-hmm. I was just like, yes. Like <laughs> yeah, mine I up says, also really liked my house. Mine says Yo, you everyone's offered. Everyone's houses was so good. Yeah. Anyways, all the houses are good. Play the game. Yeah, it's dilemma. super cool. Yeah, real quick. Basically, mine says you offered no resistance to the change. You are not great warriors, and you preferred to obey laws of someone else rather than face war. So we were basically just rolled over. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I was just like, we yeah, we rolled over. But like, we're Did still we gonna hold a grudge. I've, yeah, I've got mine. I've got mine for sure. Mine. Yeah, I held a grudge. Luke, pro- Luke probably has his. I was. So, I was honestly. Yeah, that's probably one of the most memorable. Yeah. I actually, I actually just introduced my house from King's Dilemma into our D and D campaign. Nice, Going back, I was actually going to say this when you were talking about playing an NPC and treating, um, what's his name from Lost Minds, kind of as your input. Input, but I think that's essentially what 
NPCs are, right? They are. They're, no, they're agree. a way they for are. the DM to get kind of on the ground yeah. and streamline the players or yeah. to give them exposition about the quest they're on or the lore of the land. Like, yeah. So I think when you get comfortable doing that, like using using an NPC as kind of your voice to the characters, not your voice to the players. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really a really essential part of DMing, yeah. knowing how to use that to step without overstepping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't as a DM, you can't try and like I, I saw this re- like example the other day, but a movie isn't fun to play and like not every video game is as fun to watch. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you can't be making this movie you have in your head. You have to be establishing the key plots, the key themes, yeah. the key events, and then letting your players create the actual story. Yeah. I think, too, it gives the players some some agency. Because mm-hmm. it's like I could have, in that situation, been like, hey... If you guys are, if you guys aren't going to clarify if it's lethal or non-lethal, like you're straight up just like killing these guys, then that could cause some bad things. Or I go through Gundren and and through Gundren mm-hmm. in the situation, go, hey, what the hell are you guys? Do- Why are you trying to kill these guys? Yeah. What the hell? You're gonna get in trouble. And you're gonna get in trouble. It's a bit more story, but mm-hmm. they still have the choice of being like they're not. It's not like they're being told by the DM. Yeah. And I this think is happen. it's more like, oh, this character thinks it's going to happen. I'll make the choice then. Like, yeah, going going back to what you said about you saying, hey, guys, maybe you do this. I think as a DM and I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Right. Because that's that's not me, not you, not up to anybody. Right. Um, but I think as as personally, I would get worried that then my players might think like, OK, well, it doesn't matter what we want to do. If we don't, I think it's very circumstantial. I, I, think, I, think I think you're right. I, I think you're yeah. right. A bunch of new players, and just be like, you hey might want to like, say, "Hey, in that's the future, not necessary. we're gonna like you can have I free think, range." I, I do remember when we when you had us playing for the first time. Yeah, I do remember you telling us, um, and, and it was like just like before the game, just kind of clarifying, just like, "Hey, like just remember, like I do have things planned." Um, Obviously, make decisions for yourself, but don't kind of purposely, don't purposely go off the rails yeah. too much. Because mm-hmm. it's just like that's kind of it, not being great to the DM. Yeah, and like when he told especially me that, with a homebrew campaign, exactly. we're coming up with everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like that was nice because it was like it was nice to know because there's there was sometimes where it was like I could tell. Okay, this is where you want us to go. Yeah, let's go to this way. And then there were sometimes I couldn't tell. Like I remember, right. there was that one time we were running our path, and you gave us two options. Yeah, and we picked the one I think that you didn't like. You didn't plan for. Yeah, which is like. And you you planned this great encounter. Mm-hmm. It was I remember it was like the tribal leader, yeah. and we got we lost and everything like that. Because I remember at the end of the session, you went, I totally yeah. Along that, but I, I think like the difference is is that I was prepared for that whereas like maybe a new dm if they're like okay mm-hmm. we're gonna go back to and the village said, yeah and just be like guys like this is my second time doing this i have like this whole thing laid out here we're gonna free it up a little bit later but yeah. like let's press on a little bit we haven't even gotten into anything of the story yeah 
Um, I, I think it depends on the DM. Or right? just be, or just be like on your way back. You see this person walking towards mm-hmm. you, and they yeah. say, "We gotta go." Because there's, there's as a DM, I and I know I've said this a hundred fucking times on this podcast. I thrive on spontaneity, right? Um, and I want to be like that, so but I'm not skilled enough. And, and that's the thing is, I just started doing. I did my first campaign, one of my favorite session or my first session, sorry, one of my absolute favorite sessions. It was half the party, and. I came up with a murder mystery. And as they're going along, I'm staying one step ahead of them. Yeah. Well, just, was I there? No. Huh. No. This was... Uh, well, I was home? I want to say it was Keegan, Noah, and Andrew. Or Keegan, mm. Andrew, Kevin, sorry. I don't know. Three of them, I think. And I did this whole murder mystery. And I was like, man, that was so fun. I had A, B, and C planned. And all we did was A, D, E, F, G. Yeah. So it's like now I find, I come up with an idea. I'm like, okay, this is where they are. So my DMing style, I made a map. I said, this is the world. This is the main storyline that's going to be driving the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They're starting here. They're ending here. What's in between? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we go along, I build out the world each session by you know having an encounter, having a location, having something happen. And, uh, and it just, like, I find there's times where I've tried to plan out a whole session. I'm like, okay, they're starting here. I want them to end here. This, 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 and this are going to happen. And it, it feels like I'm rushing. I'm trying to force, force myself to make things happen. I'm not considering the actions I'm seeing happen as much as I might be if I don't have... Uh, as conservative or as like structurally laid out there's other times where i'm like this is an encounter this is an encounter they'll get to one of them i'm like okay throw the other one out whatever mm. doesn't matter it was yeah. it was an encounter it was five minutes um real quick i don't want to derail but we are getting close here there's one thing i did want to touch on this episode yeah absolutely and then we'll do the quickest break ever and then we'll do the quickest fiction fixation ever and then quickest we'll... break ever it's gonna be just as long as any other break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. space bar space bar um but i did want to touch really quickly on the session that we did last thursday which we've been talking about leading up to this episode which is a new campaign that we started with uh mike friday Mike's... we did it friday dude i thought we did thursday no we did friday because i got a buzz on mowing the lawn and friday's my day off oh, well, well, <laughs> there you go i said thursday again in the chat and then we are doing thir- we were planning for thursdays yeah maybe we just did it. last friday for some reason it but worked the best anyways we've had a couple episodes leading up to this where i've been brainstorming and then we i talked to lexi about her character and so we ran that less than a week ago like five days ago mm-hmm. And I thought it went really well. Um, yeah, I had a great first se- as a player. Yeah. I had a great first session. It's been a long time since I've been a player in a campaign, right? And and Rather even a player, a even a player in a one shot. Yeah. Um, I've just been really working the old DM muscle mm-hmm. a bit lately. So and it was the opposite for me. So getting yeah exactly. So getting to sit back and come up and i knew we were starting this campaign so i came up with my character concept probably like a month and a half ago right so i've been sitting on it and getting to finally realize uh, i'm playing a harrigan which is a rabbit folk uh and he's a monk i've never played a monk before i really like we're only starting at level two 
So we're, you know, only just dipping our toes in the water. But really liked being able to attack, hit or miss, and then give a quick pop with my... I didn't even use any key in the first session. I was getting there, but it was a solid encounter. It was, I think, fun to meet the other characters. It's fun to start to figure out how your character's going to feel playing them. I know my character personally has low charisma, so I'm trying to I'm trying to play him as he has low charisma because he's trying way too hard. Which is a fun way to do it. Uh, real quick, did I give you the lowdown on what this campaign's all about? Um, you Re- might have, but really I cool. Like, there's okay. there's okay. a bunch. We'll give you like the spark now. Yes. Yeah, yes. a bunch of heroes of the world. There's yep. there's a realm. Yeah, it's created by the gods. Yep. We don't even have to go into the backstory yep. of the realm. The bunch yep. of heroes tried to stop someone who was trying to collect the deck of many things. Okay. They died. Yep. The deck of many things was scattered around the world. Okay. We are somehow connected to the original Mage Slayers. Which is the party. Which is the the four of them that died. Um, So we are the Mage Slayers Junior, and we've been given the quest to go around, collect collect the 13 cards from the deck of many things, and defeat the evil sorcerer or wizard? Sorceress. Sorceress that is trying to collect them and internalize their power. That is cool. So We've like, got one so far. But every so time 12 cards left. Them, does it happen? We no, have you... to use it immediately. Yeah. Because... So some guy came fun. up to us in a bar, That's set the card fun. down on the table, and He was, was like, the quest giver, was like, hey, mm-hmm. I've assembled you all. Um, I actually have a card here. I, I don't know what it does. Only the king and queen knows what it does. Um, who, like, I'm going to put it on the table... Uh, whoever you don't know if it's good or bad, but whoever uses it, we will remember you for your bravery. And Lexi game. just Lexi just grabs the card and flips it. And it is like. it's called like the rogue, and it's like an NPC of the DM's choice becomes hostile towards the person who pulled it. And I pick the quest giver. I was immediately so thinking bartender. Like. As soon as she touches the card, the dude who gave it to her lunges at her with a knife. Whoa! Yeah, it was crazy. And that as a monk, high high uh, initiative. Like, this is happening, and it's just me getting to go, bop, bop, bop. That is... It's real. It was crazy. I've been listening to a lot of, like, D&D podcast, like, live play podcasts, and I've, I've heard of the deck of many things right. throughout mm-hmm. it, and every single time, it like, that thing just makes me so giddy, because I'm just like, I want to either use that or experience yeah, but that. this And the thing is, like, there's 13... the fact that it's, like, not, not only that it's, like, you guys, like... It's part of the world, but it's so powerful, mm-hmm. and you have to use it. Like you have it's to like, roll what the there's twelve other cards there. Yeah, I don't know what twelve things. Cause there's more than twelve. There's deck like of 20, many yeah, things there's cards 12, out there, which is good. So then so you I don't, don't know I don't know coming. what yeah. is in the deck, and I don't know how many we're gonna find, how many of the sorceress is gonna yeah. find. So at the end of the game, we might get eight cards, eight, eight of the four, cards. But yeah. She has a bunch of them, and then it's us versus her, and she's that. got all this stuff. So, but anyways, like when she gets them, she has a campaign. ritual where she can use them and then use them infinite times. Yeah. So that's the threat. But the thing I like about it is typically, and this will be the last note before we take a break, um, 
is that usually with the deck of many things, someone is pulling a card and then you just say whatever the whatever the hell um, it is. But I know going into before finding it what it's going to be, so yeah. I can be prepared. Like if someone does get transported to an extra dimensional plane, I know that's going to happen, and right. I can prepare for it. All that you're so really, you're, so you've all got you're got really guessing. Ahead. So the is, players don't know what it no, is, but you. Know. I know. And what all card you're really pulled. guessing is, well, who's going to pull the card today? Basically, that's good. And I feel uh, like yeah. once we play our characters enough, you're going to be like, oh, it's either this person or this person. Yeah, that's or maybe good, sometimes right? before you guys like, you can be like, I know that this card is over here. Then you guys are going in. Who's like? There's a card where like you basically die. We might even die. say, I'll pull the next one. You know, it's only yeah. right. you've pulled. You've pulled one. You've pulled one. I might as well pull the next one. And then maybe you get a good one. Everyone's like, "Fuck you!" Like, <laughs> well, well, look, let me pull the next one because it might be bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's cool because I don't know. I think this is a good way to explain it. Dewy, slimy, and furry. Is our problem. we're all three different character descriptions out of the four. I think it's going to be a really fun campaign. I, that's and then just a normal dude. <laughs> and then a normal dude. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I'm going to hit pause and then I'm going to hit record again and then we'll do fiction fixation. <laughs> <laughs> because Newsly needs to get their dime out of this. Newsly. 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 All right. You will subscribe to Newsly. <laughs> All right. You know what? They're not checking us. Uh, we, us chanting Newsly is we as might good. as well. Be, we might as well be the ad break tonight. Yeah, Newsly. They'll give you. They'll read shit to you. Use Master twenty twenty one because it's been fucking forever since they've reached out to me. <laughs> Newsly. New. All all the coolest news in one place, and it even reads it to you. So go to Newsly. Yeah. You will yeah. you will subscribe to Newsly. You will use code Master Twenty Twenty One. So my fiction fixation is Newsly. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me grab a dice real quick. We'll roll to see who gets to go first. I don't know if I Man, have today oh, every oh, every day. Fuck, I'm scared. Every day when I cash out at work, I and when I when I first get into work and count the cash, I make a little list on the back of a piece of paper. 150, 20, 10, 5, 2, 1, 25, 10, 5. Today I'm going 150, 10, or 20, 10, uh, 5, 2, 4, 6, 8. And I was like, wait a second, there's no 4, 6, or 8. Like, uh, okay, but that was 1 just, or 2, 3 or 4, 5 or 6. That was just to give you time to get a dice. You. Me. Fiction fixation. I actually got back into Skyrim the other day. Oh, did nice. a couple did a couple quests around Riften. Nice. Um, I'm really itching to play. Friday's my day off. I don't have to do anything and help my sister and her boyfriend move. I'm gonna have a full Skyrim day. Um, nice. Other Maybe fiction, I'll come hang. Yeah. Other. I would love that. Other fiction fixation is obviously I've started a new D and D campaign. Um, I get to play, and I'm really excited to see who Tegdell Luckyfoot evolves into as a monk, and get to try the monk class. Great. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Um, my fiction fixation is that Lexi and I have started to watch Daredevil recently. Um, cool I've already show. seen it before, but it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, and rewatching it definitely stands up. There's a lot that I forgot because we I watch it like like basically when it came out. I watched like, it in high school when it came out. Yeah, too. like yeah. seven, like probably Eight like ten. Years? Oh my yeah. god, man! Been. Don't even say the, that, it's old. dude. It's old. It is old. I was no, it's not ten years old because I started high school in ten years ago, and it was not then. Yeah. Okay. Like, but anyways, it's old as fuck. <laughs> Eight years ago. You started more than ten years ago. Twenty twelve. Yes. Yeah, you started years in ago. September. It's eleven years ago. 
right? Yeah. yeah. Holy You're fuck. <laughs> it could have been. Oh, this is the summer between grade 9 and 10. <laughs> yes. Whoa. It could have been 10 years ago. Well, it was not. It was like eight years ago. It was I when actually... I was in grade 11. I think. <laughs> we, we were so stoned at this girl's house. There was a bunch of us that went over there. Got super baked. For one of the first times, oh, like, I got real baked. And, uh, the it was pizza... only eight years ago. Yeah, that's oh. ex- Bang. I got it. 2015. Pizza guy shows up. Oh, we open the door to get pay for the pizza. He goes, whoa. That's how I know we smoked a shit ton of weed <laughs> in this girl's house. Um, okay, yeah, Daredevil really holds up. I'm having a great time rewatching it. Lexi gets a little bit scared of it, I think. <laughs> do you think the new season is going to be Marvel garbage, or do you think it's going to be as good? I think it's going to be... I've heard they got rid of Foggy. They did get rid of Foggy. I mean, Foggy is a little bit of a dick. Like, he's supposed to be a dick, but he's always like, oh, the man in the mask, I fucking hate him. All he does is fucking kill cops and shit. And you're like, yeah, but, like, come on, he's your best friend. Like, <laughs> okay, but we... And, uh, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not giving a spoiler alert for fucking Daredevil. No. We just got to the part where Foggy, like, finds Matt in his apartment in the suit, and he's all beat and he's the all shit. fucked up. Yeah, from, yeah. No- from Nobu. Yeah. And so, the next episode we watch, he's gonna have to be like, you're the fucking man in the mask. And I fucking hate you. You're fucking blind. I'm so conflicted. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what a- kind of character development am I gonna go through? Yeah, this is complicated. <laughs> uh, but yeah, also DM. Use that in your D- D&D campaign, folks. Yeah, um, I have to plan my D and D session tomorrow, but I'm really looking forward to it. I don't. You probably, you guys probably won't find another card, but I think that makes sense. You guys are finding a card. Me and Kevin were actually talking about that. If we found a card every session, we'd be done. It would be thirteen, fourteen sessions. Yeah, three months. So I was like, man, seeing how this could go, card every few sessions. This could be a six month long campaign. Yeah, and I do like the idea. Like I've always kind of been of the mind where like this is the start, this is the finish. Mm -hmm. When we're done, we're done. We're mm-hmm. not going to stretch it longer. We're going to retire this See, all, and then we're going to do something else. Where yeah. I'm, I thought of my campaign, I was like, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. They're going to decide once they get to that point. Yeah. And I want to bring this to level 20 from there. Right. So it's like, I would like to make a story, and I've only got half the story planned out because I don't know what you guys are going to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, can, I, I, can I interject with another fiction fixation? Okay. Um, we're running a bunch of one shots in my D and D world that I've created. Um, Kevin has actually been asking about a one shot that he wants to run. Yeah. What is it? Um, he wants to run, uh, essentially the story of his character from our current session, Edgar. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting kicked out of the mages college. Okay. We actually discussed it. I think it's, it could be pretty cool. Is he going to play his character again? He's not. He's going to DM. Oh. And he actually hit me with an idea of essentially us making two sets of characters, a level like eight or nine teacher. Yeah. Um, and a level like four student. Okay. And having the campaign take place partially as us as teachers investigating some strange goings on at the college. And then us as students also going on a field trip through time with their professor who eventually gets kicked out. Empty? Who eventually okay. gets kicked out of the college because he's been fucking with time. And uh, those of us who've played my campaign know that Kevin's character, Edgar, is a chronolo- chronology wizard. Chronology. Yeah, so he yeah. fucks with time. Yeah. 
Um, so essentially, he wants us to be his character students and his character's like faculty peers mm -hmm. as his character gets expelled from the Mages College. All right, I love it. Let's table it. And, yeah. Neil, Neil, real Neil. quick, Neil, uh, real Neil. quick. Newsly, Newsly. It's been a really fictionless summer, but I'm currently reading All Quiet on the Western Front. Cool, cool. Um, I was very fortunate enough this year to go to. Europe. Oh, I saw and that on Instagram. I got to go to places like Vimy. Great, and we're gonna wrap it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard the book's way better than the movie. Um, so far, the, movie? the new movie is the movie. actually really good. The movie is really good, but I've heard the movie kind of downplays like he's just an average guy a little bit. Um, is he not supposed to be? He's he's it, it's, uh, no. Wait, I'm midway. Th I'm literally halfway through the book. Okay, okay. but the book right away kind of sets sets the tone that the main character he's mm. basically like he's an He's a vet on the battlefield. Like mm -hmm. he, now he's he like because he constantly talks about newbies coming to the front have reinforcements. You... He talks about um, um, just he, he's basically it's very well set that he's, he's like, like John. He knows he knows yes he's <laughs> like John in the entire time. He knows what the battlefield's like. He knows how to survive it, and he knows and and he's dealing with newbies. Right, like, but that's not how gotten, he starts. Have you gotten to the right? part where he but, goes but, on no, leave? But right yet. away, it's never. Um, he doesn't have I might this have just up? finished the part where he's on leave. Because he's, he's like meeting all these people who are living their girls. Yes. Uh, and they're living like a regular life. So he meets, and yes, they're congratulating he, him. And he's like, man, what are you congratulating me for? I'm just no, in hell. No, it's not that. Okay. Yeah, not that part. But he's, he's Where he gets the been, handkerchief? Um, no. The thing I've noticed is that the movie, while it takes... Like, the movie's not a bad adaptation, but it's very different from the book. I've, and I've heard the ending is where it really kind yeah, of splits and I separately. Oh, so I'm not okay. going to spoil anything. Um, but but the biggest thing the biggest thing with Brutal. all of that is that I've noticed, I've been a bit more vigilant of, like, uh, the war in fiction in other, mm -hmm. in other writings. Because mm -hmm. um, it's obviously this crazy event that happened that so many people want to, like, artistically Literally talk about. world changing. One of the most interesting things... And I don't know if this is confirmed. This is a theory. I literally saw this on, like, TikTok, like, two days ago. But how in Narnia, how the kids in Narnia, they live in Narnia for, like, 40, yeah. 50 years. Mm -hmm. And then they suddenly come back to the real world as kids. Yeah, and some of and, the books deal later with that, like, yeah. like trauma. And so, yeah. and so I learned, again, from TikTok, don't know how real this is. Okay. But they are saying that, basically, that was kind of an allegory of... Um, coming back from the war that's yeah that you were that fighting makes sense that there was these basically honestly teenagers who were fighting in the war even not fighting just in, living through not it. even living like living through it surviving surviving through this grand historical time just just surviving hell on earth mm -hmm. and then they come back after the war and they come back they're just and supposed they're, to be kids. And they're just kids again. They're and they're treated like kids again. And and they've and got all this life behind I mean, them. like, even if you're 16, you join up midway through the war and you go to the end. You know, you go from 16 to 18. At 18, you're still going to be treated like a kid. Yeah. But two years. Man, at 26, I'm still treated like a kid. the First World War will age you so much. So, I've, I've read a couple books That's now a really about the cool, experiences. A really I've read, cool and it's, I've just been really interested in how both World War One, World War Two, but other historical mm. events affect fiction. 
Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, you, there's connections. C.S. Lewis even, was in World War One. Yeah, right? World War One. Walt, yeah, Walt Disney like, even was an ambulance driver in World was. War One. Like, so, like, there's there's got to be some of those connections. Like, Disney was making cartoons about the war. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's interesting how big events can affect fiction. And I'll leave it at that. Cool. Great episode, guys. I wish we could keep going. Wow. Beautiful. Says in five minutes. Woo! People who listen to this are going to think we're coked up because we all spent... We're not. We have yeah. to get to treat We have yeah. done zero illicit yeah. drugs. Only yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> Hi, Lexi. Hello. I'd like to meet a podcast host that's not loaded. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we'll be ended up. <laughs>